Welcome to the Connor Andrews Show Podcast. Uh, you know what's coming up this weekend? Father's Day. Did we count? Was that on the show last year? Did we do the dad top 40 where we counted down the top 40 things dads like? Did we? The Gunner Andrews Show. Dad top 40 countdown. Mm, I think we did. Yes. Where we contributed to the... I thought of another one. You know what dad's really... Coming in at number 17 on the Garner Andrews Show, Dad Top 40. Having a screwdriver just for digging dandelions out of the lawn. God, dads love that. Number 17 on the Dad Top 40. Garner! Hey, what's going on? Oh, not much. How about you? Not too much. What are the questions you asking about climbing the smokestack? Well, no, we had a had a person text the show and they said they might get a wind day today because their job is they climb the outside of a smokestack and they test the emissions coming out the top. So yeah, that can be two different people. That could be rope access or that can be just climbing the ladder. Sounds to me like maybe you work in that industry. I do. I do rope access as well. Yeah, and you look down on the ladder, guys. Like <laughs> that's adorable, right? A ladder. Oh, ladders. No, I I I rappel down on ropes. I don't yeah. use ladders. I'm not a peasant. Yeah. Do you um let me I, I would just assume that when your job is sort of sticking your face in the top of an industrial smokestack, you guys probably all smoke, right? No, actually, um the largest percentage of us do not smoke because our job requires so much cardio. That we're all sort of like health freaks, you know what I mean? Oh, I never thought about that angle. Yeah, especially yeah. you guys, the rope access people. Yeah. At the Christmas party every year, do uh, do the ladder people sit on one side of the room and the rope access guys, you sit on the other side of the room? You're sort of like, uh, I don't know, Goose and Maverick from Top Gun. You just strut into the Christmas party in slow motion. We would sort of call them uh, scaffolders. They don't like us. For the most part, they don't really like rope access guys because we usually take their jobs. We've learned so much on the show today. I know. I'm just, I'm, I'm always willing to teach. Okay. Are you, now, do you get a wind day today or do you guys climb no matter what? I'm going, we are most definitely going to get a wind day today. We have to show up, but then we'll just sort of chill there and reassess, maybe do job walk downs. But when it gets over like 60, 70, they don't really want us on rope. So we just sort of just, you know, find other stuff to do. Yeah. Like beach volleyball. Going down to the tavern and singing You've Lost That Love and Feeling to women that didn't ask to be sung to. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Garner! Somebody said, I'm a horrible person because I hate babies. How can you hate a baby? They're adorable. Uh, Somebody else says, I have a six-figure income. I regularly steal chips and chocolate bars from convenience stores. I don't know why. Well, I do know why. You've got that same thing that um, the mom from Stranger Things. Winona Ryder, didn't she? Ha- wasn't she a kleptomaniac? Wasn't she? That's a thing, right? The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Garner! I'm a horrible person because I like my kids, but I really, really love them when they are asleep. I think every parent's been there, though, right? Uh, Somebody else says, for the love of God, don't use my name. Well, I don't know what your name is. Nothing to fear. But this person says, I don't know how I will keep a straight face when my mother-in-law dies. Oh, okay. 
Somebody else says, I care more for inanimate objects than I do people. So, of course, I wrote back and I said, what kind of inanimate objects? And they said, quote, I have a collection of rare items. Although perfectly legal to own, they are socially unpopular. So, I'm guessing it's either guns or certain countries' uniforms and badges from a war that ended in 1945. Garner? We're... Uh, doing a little bit I might be a horrible person where you confess that thing that makes you a terrible person somebody said a few minutes ago in a text that they constantly use the handicap stall in the bathroom does that make them a horrible person and I asked the question what is the etiquette on that I don't use it I don't really think I don't really think about it a whole lot maybe I have used it in the past I don't know uh, but a lot of people are saying that when they they use it because they have kids with them. Like this text right here. I use the handicap stall when my son's with me because I don't want to leave him outside of the stall while I pee. No disrespect to those in wheelchairs, but if I'm in there with my son for two minutes, I'm sure they can wait a couple of minutes. Sharing is caring. And it's not about being entitled. It's all about not wanting to squish into a small stall with my kid. But I never use the handicap stall when I'm by myself. That's rude. L-O-L, Nicole. Somebody else said, Garner, the handicap bathroom stall is also the family stall? Is it? The change table is in the handicap stall. The bigger issue is people not queuing or understanding that queuing involves some etiquette and is more than just waiting in a line. Garner! Garner! It's the Garner Andrew Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, Garner, how's it going? Good. How about you? Oh, not bad. Just listening to your your debate on this, whether we can use the handicap stall in the bathroom. Yeah, and I've also been informed several times here it's a wheelchair accessible stall, not handicap. Honestly, if there's no other stalls, I'm going in there. Because if I gotta go, I gotta go. Now, if there's a handicapped person sitting there in their wheelchair, obviously I'm gonna let them go first. But if they come in, I'm already in there. They're just gonna have to wait. Am I wrong? <laughs> well, using that theory, then you should be able to park in the blue stall right in front of the convenience store doors because there isn't somebody in it. I mean, a bathroom kind of, you know, that's like an emergency. And then a lot of times in a smaller bathroom, you have to have a handicapped stall, right? So sometimes there is only two stalls in a McDonald's. If that's the only stall available, I'm going in there. Uh, I'm sorry if that makes me a bad person. I guess I'm a bad person, <laughs> but I'm not going to poop my pants. <laughs> okay, thank you. I appreciate the phone call. We're talking about what makes you a horrible person. And somebody, man, did you trigger a debate over here? Whoever you are, the person who said that they use the the handicap or wheelchair accessible stall in the bathroom all the time. And they feel that that might make them a horrible person. But there are a lot of people that defend it, too. You get the final word on that today. Go ahead. Do you... Um, are you allowed to uh, use the wheelchair accessible stall in the public washroom if you have no disability? I think my thoughts are if, you know, if, if there's a long lineup and there's a bunch of people waiting for the stalls, absolutely you're allowed to go in, this, in the uh, wheelchair accessible stall. 
But uh, obviously, the guy in the wheelchair gets to wheel all the way up to the front of the line, and he gets first dibs at that stall as soon as you get out. So I don't really see too much issue in that. I mean, obviously, if there's, you know, only two stalls, there's nobody around, and somebody's in the other stall, there's nobody around anyway. You're okay to use it. I'm just looking at it as like a concert. You're at a concert, and you're at a big lineup. The guy in the wheelchair... He gets the wheel up right to the front of the line, and he gets that first pick at that at that stall and doesn't have to wait in line like anyone else. Okay, thank you. I appreciate the phone call. I don't know if I agree, uh, but this one here. Uh, see, this is going to make everybody angry, isn't it? It says, this might make me a bad person. When my dog is in the back of my SUV and I accelerate, sometimes she's off balance and smacks into the back window. I laugh every time. Neil. Well, let the hate rain down on Neil. The Gunner Andrews Show Podcast. Podcast. I wish I was a Sonic Rocker winner. Everyone would be so proud of me. Sue was on the Sonic Rock door today. This one here. Like a lot of people, she thought it was smashing pumpkins tonight, tonight, but it's not. So Sue doesn't get the money. Tomorrow morning at 820, we'll play for $172. And we've got one more free set of tickets to the sold-out Mother Mother show Saturday night at the Starlight Room. Tune in to the Garner Andrews Show weekdays at 820 to take your shot at the Sonic Rock Door jackpot. Garner? Uh, This just in on the text machine. Garner, you were talking about being in places that are off-limits. When I was in high school, this is the early 90s, my older brother was an all-night security guard one summer at a mall in Toronto. We'd ride bikes in there, skateboard, hide-and-seek, you name it. That actually sounds like fun. Uh, Somebody else said, I was at the Calgary Zoo during the floods and working at night fixing equipment. The peacocks were freaky and there was a skunk on the loose. Gross. Uh, I was just thinking about the Calgary Zoo. Was that... I don't know, a couple of summers ago, some people... Actually, I think it was friends of a security guard, if I'm not mistaken. The security guard let some friends in in the middle of the night, and the friends decided it'd be a great idea to climb into the tiger enclosure. I think the one guy may have lost his hand or his arm or something. You don't mess with tigers, especially not in the middle of the night when they're tucked into their little tiger beds. They would just be annoyed. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Garner. Every now and again, you do something and you go, does that make me a horrible person? Share those and we'll judge. We're not afraid to judge you. Listen to this one. I dated a girl for two years, was thinking back about the other day, her the other day and realized I forgot her name. Does that make me a bad person? Uh, kind of, kind of does. You dated her for two years and couldn't remember her name. Well, maybe this was in the early 1900s. I don't know. I have no idea how old you are. Then, yeah, very well, that's possible. You could forget somebody's name. This one. God, I love this one. I'm a physical education teacher, and I enjoy it when students who act dumb get hit with a dodgeball or any type of ball, really, in the face. It's super satisfying. The teachers are feisty right now because they're this close. They can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, Somebody else said, I accidentally spilled oil on my driveway and I just let it go down the drain last week. 
Yeah, creating an environmental disaster in your neighborhood kind of makes you a horrible person. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Garner! Hey, are we still talking about what makes us horrible people? Yeah, yeah. Are you afraid that you might be a horrible person? Probably am. I had this teacher that really didn't like me. And she told me that if I didn't take a different English class, that she would make my life hell. So what made me a horrible person is sometime in the night, I took a massive rock and I smashed the window of the classroom. And then I egged her house for like two weeks. I egged, like I got like a dozen eggs and egged every night, egged her house. She didn't want you in her class anymore? Yeah, she wanted me to go to a different English class. Let me guess. When you were in her class, you just minding your own business, being a complete angel. <laughs> I had like, I, I didn't like Shakespeare, and I made it pretty vocal that he was a useless, useless person. And that was my opinion, and he loved Shakespeare, so. See, it's funny because even you talking about Shakespeare, I kind of relate because I'm like, God, why can't he just, why do I have to decode everything he says? Can't he just talk English? And... <laughs> But I think Shakespeare is one of those things that people like you and I were not supposed to criticize because it makes us sound dumb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, well, do you feel any better? Um. Well, it got worse when I was in Edmonton and I see this girl and then she starts telling me about her grandparents. And it turns out her grandma was that teacher. I was like, I don't think I can chase you anymore. Oh, did you call it off right then and there? Um, I didn't tell her that, but yeah, that's kind of what started it. I was like, I don't think I can apologize or confront. I'm still intimidated. Mm. <laughs> so you do see, you do feel some remorse about that. You're not proud of what you did to this teacher. No, no, that was okay. like 10 years ago. I think you're forgiven. I feel like I'm your priest now and saying that you're forgiven, but <laughs> I have no authority to forgive you. Garner? Uh, this came in on the text machine. I'm a terrible person because I have occasionally bought pizza buns from the Safeway Bakery and rang them through at self-checkout, but punched in the code for the much cheaper Kaiser buns. Ah. I think a lot of people are doing that, aren't they? I'm not saying that it's right, but I, I don't think you're alone in that. As a matter of fact, somebody who used to work here at this radio station... Once confessed on this show, I believe, that when he grocery shopped, everything was a potato because potatoes were cheap. Spinach, you'd punch in the potato coat. Box of cereal, potato. Uh, somebody else said, sometimes when my boyfriend and I are having wine, we will each have a bottle to ourselves. Occasionally, when it's my turn to get up and pour another glass for both of us, I take a little bit out of his bottle and pour it into my glass. Am I a horrible person? Nah, that just makes you uh, a high-functioning alcoholic. Garner? Uh, here we go. Hey, Garner, my girlfriend's move at the grocery store is when she buys the packaged veggie tray complete with the small container of dip inside, she goes to the self-checkout and scans the barcode on the dip container inside the larger container and in the bag it goes. She justifies this terrible move by saying, this product is way overpriced anyway. Uh, somebody else says, when the cashier at Home Depot or any store looks at the bag and says, how many do you have? I always subtract three. The cashier should count and do their job. Wait, I don't feel horrible for that. 
Look, I don't believe you should be lying about how many lag bolts you have or you should be punching in the wrong code for the pizza buns. But I do think that in self-checkout, especially at the grocery store, you should get a a discount for basically doing the job of a real living, breathing human being. Because basically the self-checkout has enabled the company to hire less people. And who's reaping the rewards? Not you. Sometimes you're standing there at the grocery store scanning your stuff and you're like, am I a customer or do I work here now? Got a part-time job at the grocery store. Does anyone else agree that there should be, like, not a huge discount, like 5%. 5 or 10% for scanning? Garner! Music news you can use on Sonic 1029. Here's Bryce Kelly. It's Thursday, June 14th, and this is What's Up. Mother Mother kicked off their stretch of four shows in Edmonton last night at the Starlight Room. Show two goes later on tonight. The band stopped by Sonic and told us how special it is that they get to play four shows here. I mean, the first time we played Edmonton was in the basement of the Starlight Room to seven and a half people. So, <laughs> And that was quite a magical gig, as I recall. But you, you couldn't have told us then that, you know, in 10 years we would be playing four nights upstairs. Mother Mother will also play shows on Friday and Saturday, with that Saturday show being broadcast live and unedited right here on Sonic. Sonic! And yesterday we heard that Death Cab for Cutie are going to release their new album on August 17th. They'll start touring behind it later on in the fall. They also released their first single, Gold Rush, which apparently is about the sense of loss as you watch your hometown change. Garner! It's the Garner Andrew Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, is this Garner? It is. Holy <laughs> shit, my hero. Oh, boy. How you, how you doing, brother? I'm doing well. How about you? Oh, not too bad. Just at work right now. I was just going to say, I totally agree with you about that. Uh, we should get we should get paid to scan our own stuff. It makes complete sense. Yeah, I think, and it doesn't have to be a huge discount, like maybe 5%. Yeah, yeah. There I should agree. be some I, incentive. Yeah, no, they should just they should wave GST on it. Like five percent, right? Yeah. Because I I don't know like how many they can hire fewer people now, right? Well yeah, but they're hiring more to watch people that aren't scanning shit. <laughs> yeah, do you ever when you go up to those eight or ten self checkouts that are all side by side, is there ever a time where everything's running like a well oiled machine? Never once. No. No. I get the F1 pit crews aren't sitting around right now watching game film of the self-checkout at a big box store to get some pointers. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Garner Andrew Show podcast. Check sonic1029.com for more.